Welcome to Total Retail Talks, your podcast channel for retail knowledge. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Total Retail Talks. I'm Joe Keenan, the editor-in-chief of Total Retail, and I'm pleased to be joined on this episode by Jared Levan, who is the CEO of It's Sugar, as well as its parent company, BBX Capital. We're going to talk to um, Jared about some new developments from the It's Sugar brand, some exciting things that it has planned for 2024. So I want to take the opportunity to thank Jared for joining me today. Thank you, Joe. It's great to be here today. So uh, It's Sugar, known as one of the uh, largest specialty candy retailers in the U.S., and it's also known for its unique approach to candy retail, really transforming the way people experience the sugary treats that you sell. So can you give us a quick overview of what it sets It's Sugar apart from a traditional candy stores for those that might not yet be familiar with It's Sugar? Yes, Joe, I'd love to. So It's Sugar um, just celebrated its 17th year in existence. And our stores are like a candy wonderland. Um, we actually call them candy department stores. And whether it's a 2,000 square foot store in Miami or a 30,000 square foot store in Fisherman's Wharf, uh, these are candy department stores, just different size and scale. And so you would walk into an It's Sugar store, you would see 150 to 200 bulk bins of candy, candy that you love, and you get to choose. What, what, what do you want? What makes you smile? Whether it's gummy bears or taffy or chocolate malt balls or Pez candy. In our you know, candy department stores, you also would see exclusive merchandise and apparel. You would see exclusive um, plush or Funko. Um, it's just everything candy and candy related for the candy lover and all of us. Um, as you mentioned, we're the largest specialty candy retailer. We have 100 locations in 28 states, two countries. And um, I like to say that um, with 18,000 bulk bins across 100 locations, we have a lot of choices uh, for our customers. And in terms of those retail locations, you talked about kind of the breadth of the retail footprint. Where are those stores primarily located? Are, there specific, are they mall-based, other areas? Um, tell us a little bit about where our stores are located. So the stores are located in malls, lifestyle centers, tourist destinations, you know, the, the ones that, you know, that most of our customers would see would be the ones that are in high traffic, high profile tourist destinations, Michigan Avenue, Times Square, Fisherman's Wharf, Atlantic City, Coney Island. You would see Lincoln Road in Miami, Honolulu. Um, we're actually opening in a couple of weeks, a 20 plus thousand square foot store in Bayside, Miami, right in downtown. So, you know, if you're, if you're on vacation, you're likely to see an insurance store. So you, we talked about kind of that uh, physical store presence. Obviously, the other side of the uh, equation is the um, the online presence for It Sugars. Tell us a little bit about um, how you balance the two between your physical stores, your digital presence, and you know, really being able to cater to all types of customers that want to shop from It Sugar. Yeah, the the ItSugar.com presence is really a support to um, our brick and mortar stores because our our customers would have walked through one of our stores and they would have seen a product that they love um, and then they'll start to follow us. So just to give you an example, this week we launched the exclusive Funko Pop Oreo. You know, they, they may have bought the Funko uh, Willy Wonka, which came out a couple of weeks ago. They may have bought the Funko Reese's. They may have bought the exclusive Funko Sour Patch Kid and they're now waiting for the next one. 
they can't get to a store, they go online and they buy that online. You know, same thing with the Saturday Night Live exclusive or the Stranger Things or some of the branded. They may not always get be able to get to an sugar store. Maybe they saw it on vacation. The dot-com really supports our customers' ability to, um, to, to continue to purchase those exclusive items. So... Let's talk a little bit about the product line. You know, it's sugar obviously has the candy staples that you mentioned right off the bat, but it's also really recognized for its kind of innovative approach to uh, sweets. So could you maybe share a couple of examples of kind of the absurd, the the decadent sugar innovations that the brand has introduced and, you know, kind of celebrate those that lightheartedness um, about the company? Yeah, sure. So there's there's really two ways that we go about you know the rebellion or or maybe more about you know the creative and that would be one way is exclusive it sugar merchandise um you know whether it's marshmallow marshmallow madness so it's a lucky charms but just the marshmallows it it might be the freeze dried which has become you know it's a tiktok sensation but is really uh, become you know a top seller in our stores it might be a urine sample which is called urine for a treat um, it might, it's, it's going to be, it's going to come out of an itch sugar ideation meeting or what we call the Fridayation meeting where the team sits around and comes up with new ideas for our customers. The other side of the creative, as I mentioned, the exclusives, whether it's, you know, the giants where, you know, giant boxes of product that's, you know, represents the candy brands. It might be the plush, the Pusheen exclusives, the Funko. Um, it's really those two different paths, Joe. And again, I don't think it's as much rebellion as it is creative, where we just offer our customers fun, exclusive, limited edition product. In addition to, in addition to the everyday, which, um, which would be, you know, the bulk, the bulk items or your, your uh, traditional candy product. Yeah, and I was going to ask, in addition to your, obviously, your in-house creative team and thinking about this, do customers kind of present you with ideas and feedback and, you know, how do that how does that factor into it? It seems like a very fun category and you're probably getting in these, especially in your stores, you're getting these interactions with customers, taking ideas from them. Is, is, does that play a role in it as well, Jared? So, so I wish that, that um, we were creative enough to come up with every idea, but of course, of course that, that that's never going to happen. Our brands, the brands we work with, the candy brands, the major candy brands, they come up with a lot of great ideas and we're a vehicle to implement um you know, many of those ideas. And then a lot of it comes from social media. We, we find things on TikTok that's that's a new product sensation. You know, one example, as I mentioned, is freeze-dried. Um, you know, freeze-dried, uh, we, we all know, we've all seen, especially those of us from Florida in the, at the Sp Kennedy Space Center, you know, we've seen the freeze-dried ice cream that the astronauts eat. But, um, you know, we found on TikTok, you know, freeze-dried Skittles and gummy bears and gummy worms and Starburst. And we launched that in our stores and our customers love it. And we didn't come up with that idea, but, but our team found it. And it was an opportunity to, um, you know, to introduce it onto the sugar shelves. Yeah, it's a great example. Um, as we mentioned earlier, It Sugar is a subsidiary of BBX Capital, which you're also the CEO of. So talk a little bit about how this brand, It Sugar, fits into that broader portfolio of BBX Capital and, and how that relationship really can benefit the brand and It Sugar's customers. So BBX Capital is a diversified holding company. In addition to making and selling candy, we also make and, and sell barn doors. We also um, are a uh, 
real estate developer. We, we um, develop uh, and build apartments. But on the, in the It Sugar um, vertical in the portfolio, it sits under an entity called BBX Suite Holdings. And inside of BBX Suite Holdings, we also, which I think is, is pretty unique for a candy retailer, is we have a manufacturing facility in Orlando. And so we can make our own product uh, for It Sugar. And so we, we do that. Um, we have a taffy operation. We, we, uh, we make uh, chocolate in row products, chocolate molded items. We make gummy items. And so it, it allows us to be nimble and quick and be able to launch uh, new products. I'll give you a great example, Joe. We have a partnership with uh, Make-A-Wish America. It Sugar has donated over $1 million to Make-A-Wish through selling lollipops and also other products. We are launching for Valentine's Day, a Valentine's Make-A-Wish Oreo and for a dollar, and the proceeds go to, to Make-A-Wish. And that is produced in our factory in Orlando. So it allows us to come up with these special promotions, support the community, and uh, that comes out of our own, our own facility. Yeah, well, first, congrats to you and your team for that that great philanthropic work and uh, really great uh, example of how you're giving back while you're also thinking about the customer experience as well and the products that you're putting out. So as we record this uh, interview in the second week of January at a time when, you know, the, the beginning of the year, there's always new re New Year's resolutions, living healthier, living well, you know, health and wellness is, is a front of mind. Health consciousness is, is obviously uh, an important topic. So how does It Sugar kind of navigate the challenge of providing all of these delicious, indulgent sweets and treats that we've been talking about while also keeping in mind the changing preferences of consumers as they think about their overall health? I don't think that anybody sets a New Year's resolution that says, I'm not going to eat candy this year. And I don't think anybody sets a resolution that says, I'm going to eat more kale salad this year. I think what they say is, uh, I want to eat my favorite candy in moderation. And I think that's great. And we support that. So, you know, uh, visit an It Sugar store, uh, find the things that work for you and uh, eat, eat your favorite candies in moderation. So when you think about It Sugar's vision for the future, can you talk about upcoming plans or initiatives that the company is excited about? What are some of the things you, you just mentioned that something that just came out this week, the Funko Oreo product that uh, is now available? Tell us about other things that you have in the works um, as you think about 2024 and what you can bring to uh, market and uh, improve upon at It Sugar. So, Joe, I know that your listeners can't can't see this, but but I'm holding the Funko exclusive uh, Oreo, and we'll come up with more exclusives with Funko, with Pusheen, and with other brands, and that's something that we're very excited about to come up with these exclusives and be able to present them and deliver them to our customers. The other thing is that we're opening uh, more stores. I mentioned a twenty thousand square foot candy department store in downtown Miami. Uh, near the port of Miami. We have another uh, very large format candy department store opening later this year. And then you know, last year we opened 25 stores. We'll, we, will, we will open north of 20 stores this year. And so the team is very excited about that. Uh, this past year, we, uh, we opened our first store in Washington State. A couple of years ago, we opened our first store in Canada. And so entering new markets is very exciting for our team. And it's great to be able to deliver on the It Sugar brand into new markets. 
Those new markets, you mentioned Canada, obviously a significant presence here in the U.S. Other international markets in the roadmap, maybe not this year, but down the line, where do you think about um, potential growth in terms of maybe even outside North America? No, right, right now, um, as the largest largest specialty candy retailer in North America, we're uh, we're sticking to that. We think there's a lot of opportunity here in North America. You know, we, we have two stores in Hawaii. I think there's more opportunity in Hawaii. Definitely, we have one store in Canada. Definitely, lots of opportunity. Uh, there's half the country that um, in which we don't have uh, stores yet, and then you know South America. So I think we got we have plenty of plenty of uh, runway ahead of us. So as we think about the category and its sugar, how do you kind of, you know, envision marketing and engaging with your customers? You're creating sort of this content, these experiences uh, to create a sense of joy and excitement around the products, you know, and the brand as well. Um, and that, that happening both in your physical locations, but also customers that are coming to itsugars.com uh, site. So I, I want to focus uh, for a moment on the physical location. You're standing on a street corner. You're, you're, stand, you're in New York. You're walking through Times Square. You pass these big windows. You see the doors open and product in the window that catches your eye. You walk in. You um, see thousands of square feet of candy, 250 bulk bins. You're listening to 80s music. Um, and an It Sugar employee walks up to you and says, can I offer you a sample of, uh, of candy? And you have now 250 choices of which to choose from. And that's the experience. Um, it is, as I said, as we started, it's a, it is really a candy land a playground of candy options for our customer. And, uh, you know, the best experience uh, for it, sugar, you know, dot com will give you the products that you're looking for, and you want to buy. But the best experience will be standing in the middle of an it sugar store and just look around. And it, it's an escape. It brings you back to uh, to your childhood. It brings you back to maybe watching SNL uh, this past Saturday night. It um, you know maybe reminds you of uh, of the pet pets collection that you once had. Um, it just brings back memories for you, and then you indulge in something that uh, that you really enjoy. And you know that indulgence and that fun. You know, I guess it's across. You know, your customer. I'm thinking about your customers, and it's obviously kids, but it also extends later into life. I mean, you really don't have a, I, I would imagine, like a core target customer, do you? It's kind of, like I said, across genders, across ages. Um, tell us a little bit about the customer. Uh, our Cuffs customers, anyone who loves, loves to laugh, it's anyone who loves candy. If a grandparent walks in with a grandchild, and actually I was in a store last week, um, a grandmother was there with her two grandchildren, and all three of them had product in their hand. And there was enough selection for the grandmother and each of the two grandchildren to pick something that was meaningful to them. Yeah, that's a great example of the variety of product too that you've mentioned that you're offering. So, uh, and, and kind of you know fulfilling the experience for all types of customers. So, I want to take the opportunity to thank Jarrett Levan again, who is the CEO of It Sugar as well as its parent company BBX Capital for joining us on this episode of Total Retail Talks. Thanks for the time, Jarrett. Thank you, Joe. It's a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. For more information on this podcast, please check out our podcast channel page at mytotalretail.com slash podcasts for show notes. Total Retail Talks is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on our podcast channel page as well. 
If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to rate and review this podcast. Thanks, and until next time, this has been Total Retail Talks.